0: Welcome to the Solomon's Porch Podcast, the podcast from the worship experience of Solomon's Porch at Valdosta First United Methodist Church. We want you to be encouraged and inspired in your faith journey. So sit back and relax, unless you're driving or using heavy machinery, and enjoy. So today we are in week ten of this series. I can't believe it. We are we are ten weeks into this. Um, but if you this is the first time you're here, the first time you've been a part of this series, don't feel like oh well, I'm I'm totally lost because each week it's almost like it's its own little encapsulated message. We're just reading through the New Testament together, and today our I'm going to look at a verse that is part of our reading for this week, and it's out of Second Corinthians. And we're going to be talking about. You heard J.D. pray about this idea of generosity, um, extraordinary, the extraordinary generosity of God. And I and I want us to to talk about that today. I want to talk about generosity because it's a really good word, isn't it? I mean, generosity is a is a good word. It makes actually, if you would, would you look under your seat real quick? Would you just look, just feel under your seat, look under there? Um, I lost a, a Thomas Kincaid bookmark this week. Just a laminated bookmark. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because here's what I did to you just then. I said the word generosity, and then I asked you to look under your seat, and you thought you were going to get something, didn't you? So, did you? Anyone? Anyone think they were going to get something? Hoping you find like the dollar bill or something, right? Um, or dollar bill. Shannon's like, how about a fifty? Um, but you, you, you were. Because when you came in here today, you weren't, I don't think any of you were going, oh, I hope today's like Oprah's favorite things day at church and we're going to get some stuff, you know. Or, you know, I hope Ellen DeGeneres gives me five years of diapers and a free minivan, right? Would that be good, Lauren? You have five years of diapers, maybe? Not for five years, yeah, not for you. Not adult diapers, children's. Um. See, did any of us come in here today expecting something? Did any of us in here come in today expecting a generous gift? Ah, Chuck, I see your hand raised. Because I'll tell you, an honest answer, a very legitimate, honest answer to that question is maybe you didn't expect anything. Maybe you came in going, I don't really have expectations for today. Not that you had low expectations, maybe you just didn't have any. That's that's an honest answer. Or or maybe you thought to yourself, you know, maybe uh, I'm expecting to hear some really good music it's valid um, or you know maybe you know I, I just I, I want to I, I need to be inspired I came in here expecting to be inspired I came in here expecting today to be encouraged that that's a good reason you know maybe maybe just to be with others maybe to be in the presence of other believers to be worshiping with them to be hearing the word together with them those are all those are all generous I mean those are all things to be expect but here's my God is, did any of us come in here today expecting to be given a generous gift from a generous father? Because that's the reality. This is the truth. We have been given a generous gift by a generous father. Out of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, this is exactly what we've been given, and it's the truth I want us to, to zero in on today and see this. This is from the New Living Translation. It says this, you know... The generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty he could make you rich. I mean, you think about that. There's this, he, 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 I, I, I love how the message phrases it. Let me, let me read it to you from another version. Same verse, 2 Corinthians 8, 9. It says this, You are familiar with the generosity of our Master. Of our master Jesus Christ. Rich as he was. He gave it all away for us. In one stroke. He became poor. And we became rich. This is. I mean I think. About it. He, he gave it all away for us. In one stroke. He became poor. And we became rich. That's so extravagantly. That's so extraordinarily. Generous. You know, and here's the thing. I mean, let's just stop that for a minute. Go ahead and take that off the screen. I want you to think about this. Jesus has been generous to you. He chose this. He, he chose this. He chose to be generous to you. But here's the deal. I will confess to you, I get a little more choked up. I get a little more emotionally connected When the car in front of me buys my breakfast in a cup at Zachadoo's. Oh, that was so generous. Wow, that was amazing. And we Facebook about it, we might Instagram about it, and we might send it out and share how amazing it was for the person in front of us to buy our breakfast in a cup. Because that was so generous of them. I mean, I'm more emotionally connected to that reality sometimes than I am to the reality that Jesus was generous to me. I mean, think about that for a moment, how, how disconnected we are to the reality of Christ. I've, I've talked to you about this before. How disconnected we are to the, to the working of Jesus in our life. Because when I, when I think of how generous Jesus has been to me, When I stop and really think, and and for the last, I I started working on this particular message a couple of weeks ago, and as I sat sat down and I started to think of particular moments in time and situations and places of how generous Jesus has been to me. He's been so generous. When I I think about how generous he's been to me, as as, as poor and wretched and lost and angry and, and, and selfish as I was, And still sometimes can be, he's been so generous to me. When I I think about how, I mean, I used I and I and I'm thankful that I don't do this anymore, how I used to take his glorious name, his name, and I would use it as an adjective or a verb or a noun or an exclamation. His name. Just vulgarity from my lips. And yet. He chooses to be generous to me. You know, when I, when I think about where, where, how, I, how I, would, I would use other people up emotionally, physically, and yet he's generous to me. He's been so generous to me. Where, where I hated other people completely, he has been generous to me. Where, where I, I hated myself, he's been generous to me. Where I, where I lied and cheated and exaggerated to make myself look better or to get out of trouble. He's been generous to me. Stole things, he's been generous. Destroyed people, he's been generous. Where I despised my my very own parents, my siblings, my family, he's generous to me. Where I was lazy and just broke commitments left and right. He was generous to me. I mean, I think about this. I've been thinking about this. How very generous he has been to me. Been to me when I'm overbearing and unforgiving and angry. He is generous to me. Where I was hell-bent on revenge. I know none of you have ever been there before. But he has been generous to me even in those times. Where I despised him. He's been generous to me. I was thinking about this and I shared, I shared a little bit of this with our confirmation class last week. We have a large group, 30 plus of our students, 6th graders, that are going through a process right now of confirmation. It's when they walk through this, time, uh, this journey and, and they are making a, a decision for themselves. It's no longer mom and daddy's faith or granny's church or whatever. They're making a decision and they're on this journey of, of declaring Christ as their savior. And last week, I talked with them. They meet every Sunday morning at 9.30 in our fellowship hall. Their parents are there with them. It's awesome. The whole fellowship hall is full. And, and I shared this story with them last week, thinking about how generous Jesus has been to me. I remember this one night vividly. I remember it just, I can, I can feel the night air. It was, it was uh, almost, almost 22 years ago in late March. And I remember sitting outside. I remember looking up at the stars, the magnificence of it all. I remember it. I can and I was just overwhelmed with the presence, with the generosity of God. Just completely overwhelmed by it. And you see, a few moments before I was sitting there outside looking up at the sky just a few moments before I was gazing up at the sky I was actually riding in a car going down the interstate about 80 miles an hour with a friend of mine I was riding she was driving and she lost control of the car and we flipped it we landed on the other side of the interstate and we were narrowly missed by an 18-wheeler I mean narrowly and just a few moments before that happened, I'd put on my seatbelt, which I never wore, ever. And, and I walked away from the car. I mean, I walked away, and my friend walked away from the car. Now, she was in a little more shock than, than I, and so all these people that had pulled over their cars to stop and check on us were kind of making sure she was okay, and I just went and sat on the side of the road, and... And it was this looking up in the night sky and this starry night and the magnificence of it all, you know. And uh, there's cars, you know, going by and sirens are wailing because they're coming to see, you know, the wreckage. And I remember looking up in that night sky, that, that starry night, and, and I, I said out loud, thank you. Because it was in that moment I, I realized I was thanking a God I did not I did not yet know, but who had been so, so very generous to me. He'd been so generous to me. I had utterly betrayed him with every aspect of my life up to that point, and yet he was generous to me. I was overwhelmed with the, with the extraordinary generosity of God. So he's been very generous to me. He has continued to be very generous to me. So that's me. What about you? H- has he been generous to you? As I'm sitting here retelling some of my not-so-finer moments of my life, are you connecting in your mind With the reality that he has been generous to you. Time and again, over and again, that Jesus became poor so that you could become rich. He's been generous to you. He's been generous to you. I've been overwhelmed with this. Have you been overwhelmed with this? In your, in your times, and I know that, uh, you know, I, I don't mean to paint a bleak picture, but sometimes the the gut level reality is something we need to see because, you know, think about this. In in your times of hatred and jealousy and, and, and maybe addiction and, and being overcome by anger, you know, in, in lying and, and in self-hatred and in intolerance and, and, and racism and greed and, and animal-like behavior, gossip and envy and pettiness and, and, the, and selfishness and, and, and control and unforgiveness. Has Jesus been generous to you? Has he been generous to you in all of that? In those times, in those ways? Has he been generous to you? He's been generous to us all. He's been generous to us all. And so if we're followers of Jesus, if we say, yes, I know, I know, I know that I know. I know what Jesus has done. I know what he continues to do in my life. If we are followers of Jesus, shouldn't our lives then reflect that same generosity? Shouldn't our lives reflect the same generosity that Jesus has shown to us? Shouldn't we be people who are living in extraordinarily generous ways? Am I losing you? Are you falling asleep or are you just feeling it right now? Just kind of... Yeah. I think the answer is yes. So here's what I want to do. I just want to offer some, some, some practical ways. Some practical ways that, that we, can, we can be generous. Because I, I think if we come to this, this reality of, okay, man, I, he has been so very generous to me and, and, and I, I, I want to, I want to live a life that reflects that generosity. Here's a couple of ways I thought of, and I know this list could be actually pretty exhaustive, but here's, here's a few ways we can be generous. One is this, we can be generous with our attention, um, you know, because let's be honest, as soon as we say the word generous, and as soon as the word generous came off of my mouth at the beginning of my message, is there anyone in here who thought, oh, she's about to talk about money? Anyone? You know, as we, as, as Bob and I sat down and we looked at the, the topics we were going to talk about over these, this 90-day journey, you know, and I, I saw the one generous, and I thought, man, I wonder if that's going to be about money. Because I don't like to talk about money. But but then we I looked at the passage in Second Corinthians I thought oh oh no this is a lot this is bigger than money so see just go ahead and exhale for a minute because this isn't about ways in which you need to start giving more money we can be generous with our attention and in case you didn't know attention doesn't cost anything it's free it's free. We can be generous with our attention. And two questions came to mind when I thought about this idea of being generous with our attention. And one is this. Um, what have you not given your attention to? Is there something right now that, that needs your attention and you're not giving your attention to it? It, 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 it could be a project. It could be work. It could be something at, I'm going to say it, Shannon, get ready, school. you know is there something that is in need of your attention and and you just haven't given it you know there's a whole other list of questions you can go through in that as to why we don't have enough time for that today but but we can be generous with our attention there's another question that came with it's not just what have we not given our attention to but let's go to the real question is who have you not given your attention to If you're married, when I ask this question, the first thought might come to your mind is your spouse. If you're a parent, one of the first thoughts that might come to your mind when I say, who have you not given attention to, might be your child. But one of the ways that we can live a life of generosity that that reflects the generosity of Christ is for us to be generous with our attention. And I think about, I think about this, you know, we can be, you know, and and maybe, maybe you're not married, maybe you don't have kids, but are there people in your life who, um, that word family, you know, friends that are family to you, that are people that are, that are in need of some attention, some FaceTime from you, and it costs nothing, but we can be generous with that. We can be much more generous in the name of Jesus with our attention. Here's another thing we can do, and and this list is most definitely exhaustive, but I think that we can be generous with our abilities. I think that we can be generous with with what we can do. I, I think about this. I think about people who are so talented I think about and, and I, I listed a few but just the, like I said the list could be huge you know I think about photographers and musicians and and computer techie people and teachers and and dancers and athletes and you know, people who are outdoorsy I, I did think about you guys when I thought about this Bruno's you know and I think about this like crafty people you know brainy people you know I, you like that technical term there, brainy people um But the list really could go on and on and on of the abilities that are in this room that people that you all possess. And you might be going, no, no, not me. No, think about it for a minute. There's some stuff that you possess. And and think about the opportunity for you to be generous with that. To be generous with that. I thought about this, and a couple of years ago, um, J.R. riggins Riggins—he's one of our folks—he's he, often here at the 9:30, uh, the 11 o'clock service. But JR loves to cook. If you've ever had a conversation with JR, you know he likes to cook. And not only does he like to cook, he likes to talk about cooking. And he likes to tell you what he puts in the stuff that he's cooking. And he he will sit there and tell you a whole recipe. And he'll tell you not only that, he will tell you where to buy the stuff for the recipe. He will tell you where it's best on sale. You might end up going to eight different stores, but he will let you know. This is what JR does. He loves to cook. He loves to cook for other people. And here's what he did a couple years ago. I loved this. I'm going to have to ask him to do it again, though. I don't know. He's a newlywed now, so it might take, you know, but his attention might be, you know, shifted a little bit. But um, he said, you know what? I love to cook, and I'm going to, so on on Sunday nights for, like, a whole school year, he met in the fellowship hall kitchen, and he said, any young adults that want to learn how to cook, come on. And so these people, just college students, I mean, it ended up being just a lot of different folks. They came, and every night he w- they would cook something. He would have a little menu, and they would cook it. He would show them how to cook it. Then they would eat it together, and, and they just developed. I mean, it was just great. And so JR, listen, in case you're not connecting here, JR was generous with that ability. Now, I don't know if any of those people are cooking anything that that jr said hey let's try to cook this but i promise you this those people know jr and he knows them and they're connected and he was generous with that ability and i just think about that we can be generous with our abilities another way we can be generous is this because remember jesus has been generous to us so we need to reflect this generosity. So I'm just offering some suggestions. This is not the exhaustive list here. But here's another one. We can be generous with our time. Oh, and this, is, this one, it kind of goes with, with any of the other suggestions I'm going to make this morning. But we can be generous with our time because that's the first thing that we say we don't have enough of, isn't it? When I'm talking about these ideas, because as I mentioned, Jr., you might think to yourself, man, that's great, but I don't have a Sunday night to give to do that and i'm just going to i'm just going to call pooey on that i'm just going to i'm just going to tell you that's not a valid argument because we make time for the stuff that's important to us we do we make it we make time for the tv shows we want to watch okay some some people maybe not any of you are going to set uh, set aside some some a good chunk of hours tonight to watch this tv show on about some little gold statue that they're handing out to people that do movies. Netflix gets a lot of my time. I don't know about you. We, set, we, we, have to, we make time. We make time for the stuff that's, I mean, I think about this. I will make time to go out and eat. I will make time to go see a movie I want to see. I'll make time to go on vacation. Yes, I will. I will make time for the stuff that I want to make time for. And so, Shannon and the rest of you, that's just pooey if we're saying we don't have enough time because we make time. We'll make it. But we can be generous with this time. We can be generous. You know, and, and just like the two others I mentioned with, with abilities and attention, I can have all the abilities and I can have all of my attention to offer, but if I'm not generous with my time, you ain't going to get it. You're not going to get my attention and you're not going to get any of my grand abilities that I want to share with you to maybe help you along if I'm not giving you the time. And of all the ones I say are free, this is the one that you probably might feel the most that costs a little bit. But again, we make it. We make the time. Jesus has been generous to us, and we ought to reflect this same generosity. And here's just some suggestions. In our attention, in our abilities, in our time, we can be much more generous in the name of Jesus with our time. We can. Here's another way that we can be generous, and that is with our prayers. We can be generous with our prayers. Um, and again, this costs nothing. There, there's not a price tag on prayer. Uh, you don't have to pay a certain amount to do it, but, but what, what do we do? You know, we, we might you know, take a few nanoseconds to, to pray for ourselves or the people that, that we love the most you know, and kind of leave it there. You know, but, but prayer is, it, we can be so much more generous in the name of Jesus with our prayer. What about praying for those we have conflict with? What about praying for those that we, that, what about praying for the person that we know can't stand us? Do you imagine spending some time in prayer on that? We can be generous with our prayers. It costs us nothing and yet, I confess that, that, that I'm not generous with this, like, like I can be, like I could be, like I, I feel like I should be. To be more generous with my prayers, in my conversation with God, in my conversation with God for other people, in my conversation with God for, for situations, for, for things that I see, for things that, that, that I wish for. We do a lot of wishing. I don't know how much praying goes along with that. We can be generous with our prayers. Here's another thing we can do with and, and be generous. Because Jesus has been generous to us, we need to reflect this generosity. We can be gener- generous with our praise. We can be generous with our praise. And I'm, I'm willing to bet, I, I don't know... I, I know I didn't coin this phrase at all, but I use it a lot. I've read about it about a lot, so I'm certainly I know I didn't coin it. But there's this idea of your sphere of influence. Everyone has a sphere of influence. There are people that are right around you, and it kind of goes out a little bit further a little bit further depending on what you do and where you do it. And there are people that you influence, that they are there. And, and what, the things you say and the things that are important to you and, and what interests you and, and, and all that stuff, you have a sphere of influence. You might not think that you do, but you do. And I, I'm willing to bet there are probably 10 to 15 people in your sphere of influence who right now could use a really big dose of praise. Maybe they're starving for it. Not necessarily from you, but just in life. Maybe, maybe they've never been told, good job. Maybe, maybe, maybe all they've been hearing is negativity upon negativity upon negativity. And from a, for a word of praise to them from you could make all the difference. We can be generous with our praise. I, I was thinking about this idea that, you know, um, with Jessica, she posted this a couple of, uh, last week or two on Facebook, which is why I didn't ask her if I could share this story. I'm just going to share it because once you put, put it on social media, it's just open season. But um, Jessica's a teacher. And she posted this, and I loved this because, oh, you know what Jessica had to do a week or two ago? During school. She had to call a parent. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Like, don't you want to see your kid's, you know, teacher's name pop up on your phone? You know, during school hours? Isn't that the best thing you want hear? But here's why Jessica called those parents. She called those parents to praise her student. To praise what that student was doing that day, that week in school. Didn't cost you anything. Little bit of time. Little bit of time. If you were to go back and look at the, the, time, lo- the time it took for that phone call to happen, a couple minutes. But do we know? I don't. But I'm betting it's huge. The impact that that praise had on that kid and on those parents. We can be generous with our praise. We can be generous with our praise. Another thing we can do is we can be generous with our kindness because Jesus has been generous to us. We ought to reflect this same generosity with our kindness. And and I know this is a personality defect, flaw. Manufacturers, I'm going to have, you know, I know it's an issue with me. But my first instinct, please be generous in your prayer for my husband Drew because my first instinct is to get my way to the first of the line. To make sure that my opinion is heard first and loudest. And, pro- and then last, you know, just to make sure, you know, bookend all this. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I can be critical. I can be quick to judge. I can be quick to find faults. Please be generous in your prayers for my family. I can be so much more generous with kindness. I can be so much more generous with this. You know, like the idea of letting someone else, you know, the car get in front of you. Some people, that's like a foreign, foreign concept of stopping, letting some car, you know, let a car go in, you know. What if you let in more than one car? Woo-wee! You know, I mean, we can be generous with our kindness, you know, to, to not seek out fault at the restaurant when your server's not doing the best job. You know, we can, we can be generous with our kindness, can't we? can can't we be generous with our with our kindness to to not seek out the fault to to practice patience to practice understanding in this you know maybe instead of you know waiting in the line at the grocery store and and you see the mom with multiple offspring you know doing gymnastics off of the shopping cart you know and instead of maybe sitting there and and being frustrated and judgmental is i mean how would it be crazy to go Hey, can I can I hold can I hold your little baby while you try and fish your wallet out of your purse, you know? I mean, is that is that just off the is that just just off the chart ridiculous? Instead of sitting there going and all sorts of thoughts running through your head, we could be generous with our kindness. There's a term out there and a I had to think about a churchy way of describing this term because there's a non-churchy term for what I'm about to say, and and I came up with this. Resting stink face is the term I used. (laughs) Resting stink face is is the choice I used because I I think there's uh it's like just it's the automatic scowl you know just the permanent the permanent like furrowed brow like raised lip like something doesn't smell good like thing and a lot of people it's called resting because it's just like their it's their face like they just kind of have this face and um, I just think about this and I think the only cure for maybe resting stink face is maybe for that person to choose to practice generous portions of kindness to practice generous Generous portions of kindness. Because I, I just, I have a hard time believing that someone who's the scowl and the furrowed brow and the raised lip is, 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 is someone who is operating out of generous portions of kindness. We can be so very, very generous in the name of Jesus with kindness. And again, costs us nothing. None of the stuff I've mentioned costs a dime This last one does. We can be generous with our possessions. Now, I use the word possession on purpose because I don't want this just to be about dollar signs because you know what? Yeah, we're in church, and yeah, you might immediately go, oh, giving, oh, the tithe. I'm not talking about that. As a follower of Jesus, as someone who is a member of a church, you have a responsibility to be, Financially, part of the life of the church, and so that's almost like that's like the given, that's the given, and over and above that is where the generosity happens. I'm talking about the generosity. We can be generous with our possessions. You know, I, I think about this because you know it could be uh, in in supporting a missionary, or you know, in uh, later in March we're going to be doing what we do once a year, our Compassion Sunday. And uh, Drew and I have a compassion kid. His name's Fulbert. He lives in Sierra Leone. He's going to be 13 on April 10th. We just sent him a birthday card. Um, we, can, we can be generous with this. You know how much it costs us to help Fulbert out? $38 a month. Don't even notice it's gone. We've been supporting him for Years don't even recognize it it's not breaking our bank. Um, we can be generous you know when we do our Christmas shoe boxes you know when we do the operation Christmas child thing when we when we have our christmas Christmas ornaments and we help out some kids in our community you know uh, one of the things that mallory she's i don't know she probably doesn't realize that she does it, but we've done it the last two years is you know at the, uh, like at Walmart, maybe Target does it too, like right before school starts, you can pay for the school supplies for another kid. You know, they already have everything like pre-bagged and boxed. I don't know if you know this, but they do. And it just helps someone out who can't afford to buy school supplies for their kids. And so we do that. And that's, it, it, you don't even notice it's gone. But, but we can be generous with our possessions. You know, and I think about that. What about some of the, you know, instead of reselling everything we don't need anymore, what if we sought somebody out to just give it to them? I mean, it's nice to make an extra buck here and there, but come on. Is, is there someone out there who could really use what you have and instead of you getting like 10% back on what you paid for it, what about you gave it to them and they got 100% of it and they got to use it and, and, and it make a difference in their life? Maybe it's a washing machine. You know, Maybe it's, maybe it's clothes and, and your kid's grown out of them. We can be generous with our possessions. We can be so generous. And and like I said, the the list of ways that we can be generous, it, it could go on and on. So we can be generous with our attention. Why? Because Jesus has been generous to us. We ought to reflect a life of generosity. He's been generous to me. Has he been generous to you? We can be generous with our attention, with our abilities, with our time, and our prayers, and our praise, and our kindness, and our possessions. Just a few things that I've mentioned this morning. All because he's been generous to us. He gave it all away. Extraordinarily generous. He gave it all away so that you and I might be rich. He gave it all away so you and I might have life. We have a very generous God, and that's extraordinary to me. What I want to do, I know the band will be coming up here, I'm going to pray in a moment, but before I pray, I want us just to take a few moments. You can close your eyes, you can look around, whatever, but I want you to do a little self-inventory for a moment. I want you to ask or to recognize if the Holy Spirit has been calling some things to your mind that you can be generous about. Don't just let this kind of slip away. So let's do that for a few moments, and then I'll pray. Father, I thank you for the ways in which you have been so very generous to us. And Lord, I ask that you would help us, one, to... To give our praise to you, that that thing we talked about being generous with, you deserve our praise. Lord, I pray that we would recognize the generosity that you have given to each and every one of us. That that when we deserved nothing, you gave us everything. That when we were poor and wretched and 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 on the road to destruction, you gave us everything. You became poor so that we would become rich. You have been generous to us. Forgive us for not recognizing that. Forgive us if we haven't believed that. Forgive us for thinking that that's true for everybody else but us. You have been generous to us. And Lord, now I ask that you would help each and every one of us, those that call ourselves followers of Christ, that we would find ways in which to reflect your generosity, that we would not keep anything for ourselves, that we would look beyond ourselves, and we would see those around us who need attention, Pray. who are desperate for prayers, who are desperate for something that we Thanks for listening to the Solomon's Porch Podcast. We hope you heard some good practical news in this episode that you can apply to your life. If you'd like, we'd love for you to review our podcast on iTunes and share it with your friends. You can also support our ministry by going to com slash give. Until next time, stay classy, listening friends.